Y Group invites all AEC industry leaders to the 2024 AEC Small Business and Entrepreneurship Forum, the premier event for small firms in the AEC sector. Experience innovative strategies and insights on May 21st, crafted by Zweig Group's industry experts. Engage in keynotes and interactive sessions focused on recruitment, retention, and business growth. Join Zweig Group for this unique networking opportunity and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit ZweigGroup.com for more information. The Zweig Group team looks forward to welcoming you. You're listening to a special edition Zweig Letter podcast, putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru Mark Zweig and his team of experts straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive. And these podcasts deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter and the Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally wherever you are. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining Zweig Group Media and the Zweig Letter exclusive interview series. With almost 25 years of continuous coverage of the design industry, the Zweig Letter is a constant in an ever-changing marketplace. We are bringing you some of the best and brightest minds that our industry has to offer. Today, I am pleased to welcome back for a second time Will Schneer, who is the CEO of Big Red Dog in Austin, Texas. Will, thank you so much for joining us again, and we really appreciate you coming out. Well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, no, I, I, this is great. This is our second go at this. Uh, for those in the audience, we, uh, we had some glitches uh, in the matrix last week, and so we had to reschedule and shuffle some things around, and Will was kind enough um, to find time in his schedule to uh, meet with us again. So, Will, I really thank you again. Uh, for doing that, uh, we want to uh, we want to chat a little bit today. We're going to do something a little different. And when we when we first had you on, we really it was more of an introduction of who Will Schneer was and uh, who Big Red Dog was. This time, though, we really kind of want to talk about um, we want to talk about the brand Big Red Dog, and and we also want to talk about just some of the things that you guys are using that brand for in terms of getting the word out from a business perspective, as well as from a talent acquisition perspective, which for a lot of your peers in the design industry, everybody's worried about finding good talent. And uh, you know, I think our audience would be really curious to find out uh, how you've been able to leverage um, the big dog brand, especially when it comes to uh, trying to attract new talent. So uh, would love for you to talk about that. But let's start first with just just the big red dog name. And, and uh, I'll let you, you you talk about that a little bit. Thank you, Randy. Uh, well, the, the name Big Red Dog uh, is actually the nickname of one of our team members. His first name's Clifford. So uh, it's, uh, it is the nickname you think it is uh, <laughs> without uh, using the proper name there. And right. we we tell Cliff he's the only named partner in the firm. Um, we, uh, when we started, we, we didn't want to name ourselves after the founding engineers. Uh, it would have been three guys, last names, um, which is, you know, eventually turns into the acronym soup that, uh, 
most of our competitors end up at, uh, if not pretty soon after their founding, certainly after their transition to the next generation of, of leadership. Yeah. So, uh, we, with you know, knowing we didn't want to name ourselves after the founders, um, we thought it was wonderful uh, to name ourselves uh, after one of our team members who's really on a design team member who's now ascended into a, a much more prominent role as a team leader uh, in one of our offices. But, you know, the design staff are typically the first ones in the door in the morning and the last ones to leave at the end of the day and uh, get very little uh, recognition along the way, whether it's internal recognition or external recognition from clients and city review staff and uh, folks like that. Okay. And so we, we turn that model on its upside down, you know, on its head from day one. Not only uh, did we recognize Cliff and, you know, through him, the rest of the design staff, but the company namesake uh, is really attributed to him. Uh, instead of the founding engineers uh, and their last name. So it's it's really been uh, a blessing for us to call ourselves Big Red Dog. It's uh, it's certainly been memorable. Uh, you can you know meet me or meet one of our, our senior leadership uh, team members uh, anywhere at a conference uh, and you'll forget their name uh, in a matter of minutes or as soon as they turn their back, but you'll never forget the name Big Red Dog. Right. Uh, right. And that's been that's been absolutely wonderful for us. Yeah, no, that's great. I think um, nowadays, especially, I mean, Will, you're, you're fairly young as a CEO of a, of a growing uh, design um, firm. In, in the back of your mind, before you guys even came up with that name, did you were you saying to yourself, I just want to do something different or I want to set myself apart from a lot of the legacy firms that are out there? Absolutely. Um, we are, our whole management team is, uh, very young in the big scope of things. Uh, most of us have 30 plus years left of doing this before we reach social security age, if such a thing exists when we get there. Right. <laughs> um, but we started our firm, uh, May 1, 2009 was the first day we were in business. And, okay. um, some of the first clients, uh, that hired us were hiring us not to build anything, but, to give their permits back to the city or to the county so they could get their fiscal surety refunded and keep their own lights on. You know, they were paying us 3000 or 5000 bucks to void their permits so they could go get their money back uh, that they had posted as, as uh, bond surety okay. uh, with the city so they could pay their own bills. So we were really at the bottom uh, of the market there in May of 2009 and, you know, really throughout the summer and fall of 2009. Uh, nothing to write home about. Okay. Uh, and we, we knew we had to do something different to stand out and, you know, combine that with the fact that we had very little to lose, that if this big red dog thing didn't work out, we could all go take jobs as someone's project manager or senior project manager as soon as the market came back. Right. You know, we, we talked about it last time, Randy. Uh, starting a company for me uh, was cheaper because the price was essentially zero than playing golf three days a week, you right. know, which would quickly run into the couple hundred dollar range. Yeah, uh, exactly. So for a, a guy who didn't have a choice uh, and three guys who didn't have a choice really starting a company was the, the most affordable option for us. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you know, and, and as I'm as I'm hearing you and, and, and what you're sharing about, you know, just kind of the genesis of how it all started, how has that led you 
to try to attract people like yourself to come join the company? What have you, what have you guys done differently to, to, uh, to set yourselves apart for that, the talent that's out there right now? Uh, well, putting the name itself aside for a moment, uh, you know, cause we could talk about the brand big red dog as a name, but what we've, transform the name into has really been very powerful. Um, the big red dog logo appears on the skyline and on the streetscape of the city of Austin. Um, it's very ubiquitous, uh, but also it's all over the place in San Antonio. Uh, when you drive down, uh, the hot areas in San Antonio, when you pick up the San Antonio business journal, when you read bearwitness.com in San Antonio, um, all you see and all you hear is Big Red Dog. And we've translated the same thing into the city of Houston and into the cities in the Dallas Metroplex area. Uh, our logo uh, is becoming synonymous with uh, development projects and, and real estate development in every market we're in. I'll give you an example. Uh, this is a true story. About two years ago, a developer uh, was in town. He was here from New York, and he was looking for uh, land acquisitions in the Austin market. And so his broker, who I know very well, uh, and that's how I got, was relayed this story, was driving him around, showing him all the projects and the corridors uh, in town where, where all the activity was happening. And he saw our sign early on in their van tour in the morning and, and made a comment to his broker, uh, big red dog. Who is that? <laughs> you know, who names their company big red dog. Right. <laughs> and you know, six hours later into his tour, uh, he, you know, he hadn't said anything else. And six hours later, he says to the broker on Monday, I need you to set up a meeting with me with those big red dog guys. They're everywhere. I need to know what they're doing and what they know about the market. Cause they're going to be my engineer. Right. And, uh, he, he's turned out to be, a, you know, done almost $2 million in fees with us in the last two years. Are you uh, serious? <laughs> si- simply from seeing our brand everywhere, wow. Uh, wow. you know, that he was interested in. So it's turned out uh, turned out beautiful for both sides. He's, he's a happy client and, you know, we're a happy engineer on his behalf doing very cool stuff in the city and actually doing stuff in multiple cities with them now. Right. Right. Well, that's exciting. So it's almost like, you know, you, you captured lightning in a bottle. Uh, you know. <laughs> that's there's some truth to that. Yeah, yeah, we we hit the market at the right time. You know, we started at the bottom when everyone was coming back back to be developers again, and uh, found ourselves in a very uh, unique and specialized niche doing urban infill development, and uh, it's it's been wonderful. That's good. That's awesome. So tell me just a little bit about some of the some of your team members there and 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 maybe one or two interesting stories about how people have come to find you guys and decide that they want to work with Big Red Dog. And it's not that we're trying to make this video a infomercial for joining Big Red Dog. Sometimes videos have, uh, you know, those unintended um, consequences. Right. And that could, that's not a bad thing. But the bottom line is, you know, why Big Red Dog? I mean, why, uh, you know, why are people, you know, and I say people specifically, really good design talent uh, making their way to your front doorstep? 
Well, it starts with our client list. Uh, people want to work on the coolest projects and, and with the best clients they can. And uh, We've been incredibly blessed and, and very fortunate to uh, have that roster of clients uh, and be able to serve those clients uh, well along the way. Okay. I'll give you a, a couple, two stories. Uh, you asked for two, so I'll stop there. But everyone has a story about right. how they joined the team. Right. Um, we had a young man uh, graduated from uh, U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Okay. Had served two tours in Afghanistan. Uh, very sharp kid. Uh, I say kid. He was probably 28, 29 years old. Uh, about 2011 or 2012, he walks into our office and says, I'm home between tours. Uh, I've got an engineering degree from West Point. I've seen your guy's name all over the place. I'd love to, you know, be an intern for you, and I'll I'll even work for free. I'll be wow. an unpaid intern uh, for the three months that I'm home between uh, tours in Iraq or Afghanistan, rather. And you know, we say, well, we'll at least give you uh, a wage. You can't work for free, but uh, you know, your initiative and uh, your uh, willingness to come in here and and broach that topic is uh, unusual yeah. among engineers. Mm -hmm. So we, we gave him an internship. It was a summer internship. I'll never forget it. I thought, this guy doesn't know anything. I'll have him hang the picture. You know, we had all the art sitting on the floor that we wanted to hang on the walls. And uh, no, one, no one had the time or the inclination to do anything about that art that was sitting on the floor. And uh, so I said, Bailey, why don't you start by hanging up all these pictures on the floor and, and getting them mounted on the walls and in the conference room? And he looked at me like, this is what an engineering internship is about. Uh, <laughs> he ended up doing that very well. And since then, he's done everything we've asked him to very well. Wow. Uh, he went back to Afghanistan, finished his final tour, uh, honorable discharge uh, from the Army, and uh, came in as a full-time employee in early 2013. He is now uh, second in command in the civil engineering practice in our Austin office. Um, he has gone from uh, $12 an hour intern to a principal in the firm and started buying in as a shareholder uh, this year in 2016 and has become a tremendous success story for us uh, as a company, for him as an individual, uh, and for our clients that work with him. He's, uh, he's a leader among our staff, and he's really a leader in the industry, and uh, his name has become uh, very well known around the city of Austin as a result of his hard work. Um, so that's that's the first story uh, about somebody that uh, has joined our team, and then I'll give a second story. Uh, one of our team members, we do a lot of uh, college visits. We talk to college kids a lot. Um, engineering classes, engineering societies, about what we look for when we're hiring young engineers. And again, uh, this was an intern, but we spoke at the University of Houston, uh, which has really become a, a tremendous source of engineering talent here in Texas. Uh, not everyone can come from uh, the University of Texas or Texas A&M. Right. Uh, but University of Houston and even in San Antonio, University of Texas at San Antonio have been wonderful uh, hotbeds of talent for us. But 
Patrick uh, was the name of the gentleman from the University of Houston. We spoke to his class, uh, or his organization rather. He was the president of the National Society of Black Engineers, NSBE. And uh, he had about 150 kids in an auditorium at the University of Houston. We went in there for a 20-minute presentation and uh, ended up speaking for about two hours. Uh, and at the conclusion of it, we had uh, all two, two or three dozen of these uh, wonderful engineers, you know, beating a path to our door uh, looking for a career opportunity. Uh, we brought Patrick back, and we brought uh, Prince, one of his classmates, in as well. And they're in our mechanical, electrical, and plumbing practice. That's awesome. Uh, and they are so. Patrick's now on his second internship, and he's going to enter the Marine Corps, uh, an officer role in the Marine Corps. And uh, just incredibly proud of that young man, and uh, look forward to him coming back uh, full time into the firm. And uh, I've no doubt that. Uh, in due due process, he will be a uh, a true leader within our company, and not just in the NSBE or in the Marine Corps. So, okay. those are two wonderful uh, success stories that uh, you know started at the ground up, and you know one's already at a principal, and the other one will be if he decides that this <clears> is for him. <throat> wow, that's great! It sounds like, um, and and I guess you've kind of covered a couple of different areas. It sounds like. Um, that the, the young man that's coming out of the military, you're kind of satisfying a need that we're, I'm hearing a lot more now of firms looking to try to hire veterans uh, and, and others to work in their organizations. Uh, we're also talking to firms about diversity issues and, and uh, inclusion when it comes to um, uh, engineering and architectural. And, you know, there's, there's more and much more, a greater involvement with STEM programs uh, in minority schools and minority colleges and universities um, where, you know, you're able to actually recruit these individuals to come work at your firm. And so it's exciting that you're involved with Nesby and, and that uh, you were actually able to uh, find somebody from there that you, you have now been able to bring on to the firm. So that's that's exciting. And I certainly applaud you for that. And I know it's not easy in every market because some markets are, are a bit more of a challenge than others to find good people. Um, but we know those are some of the issues that do come up quite a bit. And as as the industry changes as a whole, I think we need to be ever mindful of, of what it's going to take to grow a viable um, organization. And it sounds like you guys have a, a strong leg up in that area. It, uh, you know, we don't have a, a single profile, hiring profile that we go after. Obviously, to be an engineer, you have to have an engineering degree. But, right. uh, you know, guys coming out of the military, guys and gals, uh, Guys coming out of leadership roles uh, in college, whether it's with NSBE or uh, ASCE or whatever uh, fraternity or sorority that they're involved with, mm -hmm. um, you know, what we do every day is, you know, it's a high pressure, high stress, fast moving profession doing development consulting, especially, you know, in the greatest economy that any of us have ever seen in terms of development in Texas. Right. So, you know, think about what guys in the military go through. Uh, this is this is still a, you know, a walk in the park for them in many regards. At least right. no one's shooting at them. Yeah, exactly. Co contractor may want to shoot at them once in a while, but, right. <laughs> you know, all the contractor can do is raise his voice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and then being able to lead, Pat was the president of uh, 
National Society of Black Engineers in Houston, and mm -hmm. uh, I was thoroughly impressed with, with his leadership within that organization and the way he ran that meeting. And, uh, you know, he's coming in here and running load calcs and doing, uh, you know, submittals and, and uh, specifications for us here at Big Red Dog. But, uh, you know, I've no doubt that he's going to come in and be able to run a meeting, uh, whether it's an internal design meeting or an external project meeting or city permitting meeting, uh, when the time comes, simply right. because of, of his previous experience. You know, it, you know, land development, real estate development, site development type work, you cannot be a wallflower. You have to be uh, confident in what you're doing, uh, or at least confident in communicating what's needed uh, along the way, and then coming back and figuring out what needs to be done to meet your clients' objectives. And the ones that interview with us uh, and have that capability and that skill set really tend to stand out and they really tend to gravitate towards our firm, Big Red Dog, mm -hmm. uh, in a you know in a very aggressive manner. They know that <clears throat> this is a place that's going to reward such a skill set that you know they're not going to be sitting sitting in a desk waiting their turn uh, you know for multiple years or multiple decades before the three or five or seven people ahead of them you know move on and move up out of the firm. If, if you can do it, if you show promise. We're going to give you uh, that next rung of responsibility on the ladder, and uh, that's your ladder to, to climb. You know, there was a tremendous quote, uh, you know, I think MLK said it, you don't need to see the full staircase uh, to take the first step. Right. Just take the first step, and then take the second step, and take the third step, <laughs> and eventually you'll be at the top of the staircase, but just trust that it's going to be there, and exactly. hopefully, hopefully that really translates uh, throughout our firm. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, it, it sounds like uh, you guys are really building a, a winning um, system there at Big Red Dog that everybody can be a part of and feel like they're they're making a difference. And you said something uh, just in, in, in a few a few seconds ago with regard to putting in your time, and we still see that a lot. I mean, that's very prevalent in this design industry where I hear clients say, "Well, if so and so." You know, in order to be X at this firm, you know, they've got to put in 15 years. And it's like, you know, nowadays with millennials and with the way people are operating, I, I keep telling folks that you may they may not even be working there in 15 yeah. years. So it's tough. It really the, is. The firm it's, may not even be there in 15 years. The way too. I mean, you guys do M&A for a living also. Absolutely. You know, we Absolutely. bought two firms in seven years. Yeah. You know, if I could find two more this year, I'd pull the trigger on those. So. Yeah. You know, it's and we hope to help you with that. But yeah, it, I mean, uh, it's, it's a what have you done for me lately society, and in Texas in particular, you know that middle management layer, those uh, forty-five to fifty-five age group was really hollowed out during the savings and loan crisis in the eighties, and uh, they left the industry never to come back. And then you know, more recently, the the uh, Great Recession of oh eight oh nine, yeah. you know, twenty ten. Yeah. hollowed out an, a very significant portion uh, of our industry. So you're left with uh, what you know I uh, lovingly refer to as the old guard uh, <laughs> that we compete with day right. in and day out and right. who are still wonderful engineers and have been my mentors and we have a lot of respect for. Uh, and then the, this millennial group coming up, you know, the Gen X is right, right ahead of them. Uh, and that's, that's really the workforce not only of, of 
tomorrow. That's the workforce of today. Yeah. And if you're, you know, a firm leader that's in denial about that, the industry will pass you by. And uh, I'm a millennial myself. I'm the first generation of the millennials. So, you know, to a large extent, these hundred people that are in our firm love working with a millennial-led firm. You know, they don't have to worry about uh, having the management team get over the stigma of, you know, what is a millennial and, and why do they expect so much. Uh, they expect so much because they've always been given so much and uh, they're willing to earn it. They're willing to step up and and uh, fill those roles and put in put in the hard time, but they're not going to put in the hard time without seeing a reward for it along the way. And, yeah. That's a big part of you know working on cool projects, getting them out there to the job site, getting them in a project meeting with the client, letting them see what they're working for, uh, and then when the project's over, you know taking them taking them on a project tour, letting them see what the public thinks about it, uh, having their projects in the paper and in the media all the time, uh, you know is really you know something that not only gives them pride but they can point at to their parents and their brothers and sisters and their classmates and, you know, and really say, Hey, check out this cool thing that I'm working on. Right. You know, just a few years out of school or a decade out of school. Look at, you know, they quoted me at a city council meeting in the newspaper. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's very gratifying for them. If you look at our website, every single full-time employee in our company is listed on our website with a bio and a photo. And you know, that, that's one of those little things that a company can do to uh, not only give credibility but some publicity uh, to their team members uh, that they can show off and show off proudly to their friends and family. Uh, it costs nothing to add somebody somebody's biography to your website, uh, and it, it can pay huge dividends. Yeah. You know, we've gotten probably half a dozen people said, I chose you because I knew I'd be on your website. And I looked at this other firm I was interviewing with and they only had the president on their website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's a small price <laughs> to pay for us. And you know, you're a recruiter. Yeah, uh, no, recruiters no. call our folks all the time. Yeah. You know, as, as the CEO of the company, I say, you know, they recruiters get through to me asking me if I want a job. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I always say, you know, if a recruiter can get through, let them have a conversation. If they really think that they can offer something better than we're offering, then they have they have to go and investigate that. Yeah. But I'm very confident, you know, that what we do around here and how we treat people and how transparent we are and uh, how quickly people can progress within our organization. Layer on top of that, the outstanding clients uh, and the you know, really the highest profile projects in each of our markets that we're working on. And it's, it's a proposition that is very difficult to beat for our competitors. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was, I was going to ask you that and you kind of mentioned it. And so with just the whole piece with recruiting and you're right, a lot of firms, old, old line design firms, they will very rarely ever put anybody below a principal level on the website. You know, they just, and they may have a hundred people working there, but there, there may only be like five or 10 people on the website itself, which, you know, I, I, I do understand. And, and, and a lot of, a lot of times it, it, a lot of it may be out of fear, you know, that they, they would lose someone to another firm that 
maybe better than theirs. So, you know, that's that's a real reality. But it's kind of refreshing just to hear your take on this. Your approach is like, hey, bring it on. If you guys got something better to (laughs) offer, then, you know, so be it. But I feel like this is the best thing happening right here where this person is. So um, I think that speaks volumes really to this the uh, confidence that you have. And, and, and certainly, um, you know, it, it makes sense. I mean, you guys have been a uh, hot firm with the Zwei group and uh, you've been an, uh, at our hot firm, hot firm award uh, conference last year in Boston. I guess you'll be there again. I'm sure you'll be there again this year. In, I hope uh, so. <laughs> in, in, in Phoenix, Arizona in September. Uh, and then, you know, best firm to work for. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of a lot of benefits uh, to operating from that vantage point. And so we're, we're really um, excited to just be aligned with you guys and, and what you're doing, because I see you, I see Big Red Dog as a prototype for the type of engineering and architectural firms that we're going to see in the future, where there are going to be, um, you know, really brash and smart and energetic young engineers and young architects that are going to figure out a way to build a bigger, better mousetrap in the design industry. And it's not so much that you guys are going to eat everybody else's lunch, but I think because you're going to set yourselves apart, that things are just going to just naturally be attracted to you. People are going to want to work with you. People are going to want to work for you. And I think that's huge. Uh, and that speaks volumes to to what you guys are all about right now and how you are continuing to, to progress um, through uh, your, all of your locations throughout Texas. I, I would... Uh... I would think that that's a very true statement. You know, we're not, you know, in 20 years, we're not going to be the only engineering firm around. Far from it. There will right. still be plenty. There's This market is plenty big enough to share with a lot of other firms. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we've already seen our influence on competing firms, much larger firms. Um, we've seen uh, entrenched firms in each of our markets uh change their logos to be bolder and to be red. <laughs> right, uh, right. And one, one notable one in Austin. Um, and uh, we've seen uh, almost every one of our competitors uh, install a blog on their website uh, after seeing the success that we've had with it. You know, if you type civil engineers in Austin into Google right now, Big Red Dog's going to be number one, and we're going to be all over the page. Right. Um, and you could you could say the same thing in each of our markets, uh, whether it's uh, mechanical, electrical, plumbing, or traffic engineering. And, yeah. You know, we spend uh, a fraction on marketing that uh, a traditional marketing program would suggest. And, uh, we get tremendous rewards from the spending that we do do, but so much of it is uh, the hard work and uh, the hustle of, of our team members uh, and our team members performing on behalf of clients. So, it uh, you know, we are uh, young, we are uh, at times brash, but uh, at the end of the day, we are still very professional and realize that uh, – all the success in the world for us doesn't mean anything if our clients aren't successful, if their projects aren't more successful than they would have been had they used another firm, uh, and if our people uh, along the way aren't successful and, and being rewarded for uh, both of those things happening. So uh, we're, we're tremendously uh, grateful, and I can't say it enough, for both our clients and our team members. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Well, man, I could I could go on and on. I mean, I've got questions I want to find out about your social media um, pr- program and all that. But you know, I I, 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 I could too. We'll do it in episode three. We, we, we will. We absolutely <laughs> will. You you will probably be the first person that we have back three times. So that goes without saying. And maybe we'll just start something with this, and and, and this could be a way uh, as part of your plan to expand Big Red Dog because I'm, I'm assuming, and we've never really spoken about this, that you have some plans to expand outside of the great state of Texas. So at some point in time, um, this will this will this will certainly make sense to have a bigger conversation about what you know what you're going to do and where you're going to go because um, this type of information is really helpful for people, um, whether it's clients or like I said, potential um, potential people that would work at, at Big Big Red Dog and find a home there. So that's exciting. That's really Great. exciting. Great. Yeah. So thank you so much, and 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 Will, I really really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, to come out and, and be with us once again. And, and uh, I'm just going to close out now. So this was perfect. Um, folks, as a reminder, all Zwei Group media programs like this one are available free for download on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube, just to name a few places. Also, we'd like to thank you for watching this video uh, format or listening to the podcast by offering you a free copy of the Zweig letter. Just visit info dot zweiggroup.com forward slash free tzl i know it's a mouthful we will put the link in the show notes and we'll also put it at the bottom of the screen so that you get that um and so we really appreciate that and if you're really in a giving mood feel free to share this link with a friend it's kind of like spreading the love and the knowledge all wrapped up in one i'm randy wilburn and you've been listening to Zweig group media part of Zweig group We exist to make you more successful. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this special edition Zweig Letter Podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no-holds-barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free copy of the Zweig Letter, please visit info.zweiggroup.com slash free TZL. If you want more wisdom and inspiration, in addition to information about finance, HR, and marketing your firm, start reading and sharing the Zweig Letter today.